You're listening to Colorado Sportscast Podcast. This is the Mortcast featuring Jeff Morton. Now, here's your host, me. What is up, everybody? Thank you for joining me on the latest Mortcast, part of the CSG Podcast. I decided to kind of rebrand the my uh, own solo podcasts on here, even though we still do the uh, regular CSG. I kind of wanted to uh, get, you know, since I record solo frequently, I wanted to just kind of get it under a different branding so people aren't confused. And I came up with a new theme song, so I hope you all uh, enjoyed that. Um, I want to go over two things in this latest CSG. Um, and it's one of those, uh, one of the things that I have been thinking about all season and one of the things that came about last night when the Nuggets beat the Lakers to move to 14 and 7. I'm going to start with those, what I think is some, something that should be obvious, but uh, even though it's not something that should be obvious at this point in time um, that needs to be stated. Tim Connolly needs more credit than he gets, and he needs to be extended right now by the Nuggets organization. Don't waste time, just do it. Um, Tim Connolly had the team has improved actually for uh, let's see. So this is the fourth year they have improved. Um, uh, even though I have my issues with uh, Michael Malone, uh, he deserved he that that was the right choice, and the team has improved every year under Michael Malone. The talent base is good. The um, Signing of Paul Millsap, even though you know, they overpaid him, um, the signing of Paul Millsap is proving out to be a stroke of genius right now. And another thing that he, two things he got a lot of crap for. Um, one of the things I actually joined in on was the contract of Nason Plumley. Um, now you're seeing Plumley's value this year, as he is, I would say, by far the best backup center in the league. And I know that's kind of a weird and distinction that everyone's going to laugh at. But you look at what Plumley has done this year now that he's fully healthy, and it is absolutely incredible what he has been able to pull off, particularly anchoring that second unit. Uh, it is, it is amazing what he has been able to do this year. Uh, Millsap has come in, and while not probably being worth $30 million, let's face it, um, he has come in and been an anchor that the Nuggets need, particularly with Nikola Jokic kind of having his you know, early season whatever issues he's been having, which is another whole podcast in itself. But those two coming in and doing this has been fantastic. On top of the fact that this, ent- this entire team, aside from Millsap and Plumlee, is homegrown, um, they have come in and built up an incredible amount of good talent on this team. They, quite frankly, Tim Connolly deserves a ton more credit for than he has been given. Um, and yes, uh, he did get a lot of crap for the Donovan Mitchell thing last year. I will tell you 100%, I was never on that train. Anyone who has listened to this podcast and knows that he was it just, if he was picked by the Nuggets, the development of Donovan Mitchell would not have been what it was in Utah. He was thrown out there in Utah because Utah had nothing else. The Nuggets had Gary Harris. They had Will Barton. Um, they was, he was never going to get any playtime. And quite frankly, um, good for him that he was being able to go to a place that was able to suit his talents more. But that was never a Nuggets thing. And I think that people overreacted to Donovan Mitchell's play last year, particularly that really lucky stretch 
that Utah went through uh, during the last part of their season where they faced a whole bunch of injured teams uh, and their schedule got extremely, got incredibly weaker. Um, yeah, they beat a very flawed Thunder team uh, in the playoffs, but that that facade was always going to crumble, and you see it this year with the freedom of movement pen, uh, fouls that, you know, that's not the same. They are not the same. And I think that Tim Connolly, while actually, you know, he has made some mistakes, um, particularly the J.J. Hickson and Nate Robinson signings in 2013, um, what he deserves is readjusting, identifying his mistakes, and creating the path this team has been on. So if the Nuggets are listening to this right now, if you're listening to this, don't wait. Just sign him. Just re-sign him now. Uh, it's time. Uh, this team craves stability. Give, pay the pay the man is what I'm saying. Pay the man. Um, I'm saying this as a someone who is uh, has is a you know obviously I'm biased because uh, Tim Conley has been a frequent guest on CSG, but more than that, he has done an effective and a good job with this Nuggets team, and uh, he deserves to be rewarded for that uh, for the sake of this team and the sake of stability. It's time. Let's get this done right now. Part two of this is something that I observed last night. Um, one of the reasons I didn't go to the Lakers-Nuggets game last night is I am ex- it, seeing that many uh, Lakers fans at Pepsi Center always it, it gets it pisses me off. So I can't remove the fan part of me sometimes. Okay, and specifically a bitter Nuggets fan because I I I went through the shit with them, and particularly in the '90s when uh, it was just some of the worst basketball I've ever seen in my life, but I still watch the thing like a, like a, like a masochistic person. The Nuggets went through a lot of crap. And one of the things that still burn me is when I see a ton of Lakers fans at Pepsi Center. And it's, 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 it's okay to, it's, it happens. And the fact that LeBron's there now, obviously it's going to be worse. But in reality, um, this Nuggets team is good and it was, Obviously, if I went, it would just make me moody, and the people on where I'd sit with in the media would get pissed off at me, and it just it just wouldn't have been good. So I, I knew myself enough to stay home. What I did take pleasure in is the Nuggets beating the Lakers down by uh, 32 points, and really having it not a competitive game in the second half of this 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 game, and watching this team kind of clown the Lakers a bit. Now, I'm, I'm not all about the whole, you know, take the L. And like Michael Malone said, which was a great quote from Michael Malone, but as long as the fans are uh, take the L when they leave, that's, that's a great quote, right? It's a great quote for a coach. He gets a little amped up after big wins, though. And I'm sure if he had his, uh, if he thought about it today, he'd probably say, well, maybe I should, I was a little jazzed. I probably shouldn't have said that. But that being said, as a fan, as someone who has covered this team for 10 years, and as someone who has been a fan since 1987, yes, it was very satisfying to watch Jamal Murray clown them, particularly KCP, uh, who actually is a, a nice guy and a good player. I mean, but it was emblematic of the Lakers. And I'm sure it was about their fans invading, uh, <laughs> invading Pepsi Center. And I enjoyed the way the Nuggets pounded them. <coughs> What really is interesting to me, and I'm sorry, I talked myself into a dry throat here. What is very interesting to me is how Lakers fans seem to really 
for some whatever it is, and I don't know if it, I think it is just indicative of the Nuggets. The Nuggets clowning them gets under their skin. Just gets under the skin. Lakers fans, not I'm not the Lakers themselves because uh, let's face it, anyone who passes through the Lakers has that haughty, you know, we have as so many rings, blah, 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 that, that, then they don't really fool themselves with that sort of thing, nor should they, nor should they. Uh, the Nuggets have an 0-7 record against them in the playoffs. They have nothing to be ashamed about there, so that's one. Well, that's in one side of it. The Lakers fans have a, have a Broncos fans-esque sense of entitlement. And uh, I'm saying that using that as an example because I've grown up in Denver. But let's face it, Broncos fans, y'all have this, as far as the sports spectrum in Denver, sense of entitlement. And you should because this team has won a couple, three Super Bowls. Obviously, that comes with it. The Nuggets have never even been to a finals. Y'all got us there. Um, But they come in and they just, when they get beat, and not, not only do they get beat, they get clowned by the Nuggets, they freak out. They freak out, and it gets and it's and it's really funny how much Jamal Murray has gotten to them, how much Jamal Murray is in their heads, and it's one of those things that I in, in my time of watching this Nuggets team, I've never seen a Nuggets player get into the Lakers uh, fans' heads before. Um, believe me, long gone are the days. Where, okay, let, let, here's some history for you. If you, if you find it on YouTube. That's the last game of the Western Conference Finals in 1985. Um, obviously, the Nuggets got blown out because Alex English was out of the game. Fat Lever was out of the game. They had a decimated team. Um, but uh, Doug Moe put, and I asked Dan Hissel about this uh, years ago. Uh, Doug Moe put uh, uh, Dan Hissel back in the game, and he was a big blow. And the Nuggets were trailing by like 30-something. Um, and... They put him back in the game. He said two to three. So Issel gets out there, and lo and behold, he shoots. He shoots a three point shot, and it goes in. And the forum, the crowd of the LA forum, for, it just gave stood up and gave him a standing ovation because everyone knew it was his last game. He was retiring, and that was one of the classiest moments I've ever seen. And it was a tribute to the Laker fans at the time who understood how good Dan Issel was. The fact that they stood in unison and gave him a standing ovation is it's one of those chill chill moments as a Nuggets fan. So, you know, like you look at it and you're like, this is a Lakers crowd giving Dan Issel a standing ovation knowing he's retiring, right? Um, it was classy and it was amazing. But gone are those days. Gone are those days. And, and Lakers fans in the intervening years have become... A cartoon character. The Lakers fans have become a cartoon character, and it's one of those things that I can just—I just have to sit back and laugh. What you have, what Laker fan has become? By the way, and I keep saying this—they used to be, you know, they were all glitzy and glamoury before, obviously. But I mean, there, there was some class to them, and now it's just—it—it—it it, it has become kind of sad. And I'm hoping, and, and this is what I've been craving. I've been craving this since the Lakers took their downturn in 2012, right? I've been craving this. I, the Lakers need to be good for the better, the, for the betterment of the NBA. They need to be good because there is no team and no fan base that plays the villain better 
than Los Angeles Lakers. Every league needs a villain. And I think having the Lakers good again, I mean, the, 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 the Warriors are, they are too arrogant to be really considered, and, and this is going to sound strange, they're too arrogant to be considered really villains. They're annoying. They've dominated the league. Um, they're cocky, but they're not. It's, it's, there's something missing. The Lakers being good, it just they bring with them that sense of entitlement that you really hate. And I love it. I love the fact that I hate it. Uh, the team, the league needs this. And uh, there is nothing like when the Lakers are good to make the blood boil. And I absolutely, as a longtime fan of the NBA, love it. And I, even though their fans are uh, just described them as, as extremely entitled, uh, you know, obviously they've earned it, but they're extremely entitled and they have a ton of bandwagon front fans who come into Pepsi Center who've probably never even been to a game at Staples Center. Um, and they come in and they, they leave disappointed and it's so satisfying and that's kind of why I kind of dig what Jamal Murray's been doing, because it has gotten under the Lakers fans' skin so hard and so much that it is now it is now becoming, I think every Nuggets fan could see, it is now becoming so satisfying. When he waved uh, on KCP and it went viral, it's just, you know, you know that it's going to make that next game in March against the, uh, against the Lakers that much more interesting, exciting, and enticing. Uh, and I, for one, love it. I love it, love it, love it. Uh, keep doing it, Jamal. Keep doing it, Jamal. Even if you take some L's in, in Los Angeles, keep doing it. Because it's just so satisfying as a Nuggets fan. All right, the Nuggets are 14-7, and seven, folks. Uh, live this one up. Uh, we'll be talking more about this next week. Uh, hope you join me on the Mortcast. Uh, this is like this is a terrible name, but whatever. Uh, you don't tune into CSG because you want you know eloquence and uh, <laughs> great titles. You tune in because you like us. So anyway, I'll be talking to you guys later. See you.